All right, 536, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we talk football. It's the Bears and the Cyclones coming up Saturday at 2.30. And again, our broadcast will begin at 10.30 from my touchdown alley right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by Michael Swain from Cyclone Alert, Iowa State 247 Sports. And, and, and Michael, first of all, appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us. know you're busy, and, and uh, we do appreciate you being with us today. Yeah, of course, definitely. Really appreciate you guys having me on, Michael. We we've been talking all week about what do we know about Baylor? They played three teams that they should go out and win and and, and, and beat, and they have. What do you guys know about Iowa State going into this football game? Yeah, it's been interesting for Iowa State through kind of three games where, it, it, if you look from outside, right, you look at Iowa State's schedule, you see they play Northern Iowa to start the season, they play Iowa, and then they go to UNLV. I think from the outside, people look at that UNLV or sorry, the Northern Iowa game, and you're like, well, that's an FCS team; they should beat them. But in reality, I think that's another rivalry game for Iowa State, and that game tends to be a lot closer. So, I don't read maybe too much into the performance there. Although Iowa State did not look great, and then Iowa State goes on and plays Iowa in that big kind of national televised game. Turnovers really hindered them there, and I think that's been really the big theme of early season and going forward has been turnovers for Iowa State. And I think we've realized now early on in the season that Iowa State's not going to win, you know, eight, nine, big 12 games if they're going to turn the ball over. Because last season, when they're at their best, they didn't turn the ball over. They go eight and one in big 12 play. If they turn the ball over this year, I think you're looking at something closer to that 2019 season. So I think just through the three games, you know, you can read into maybe the individual performances a little bit. But the big takeaway for me so far has just been that turnovers. With Brock Purdy being as comfortable with this offense, how dangerous can he be when he gets things in rhythm? Super dangerous. I mean, he is arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the conference when he's at his best. I often reference a stretch he had last season where from that second half of the Baylor game, right, and Baylor fans will remember what happened in the first half there where Brock Purdy throws three interceptions. Baylor looks like they're going to upset Iowa State, then Brock Purdy comes back, throws three touchdowns in the second half. And from that game – to the Big 12 title game, um, Iowa State played three more games, and Brock Purdy completed 70% of his passes for about 10 yards in attempt, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions, and that was the best Iowa State looked as a team under Matt Campbell. They blew out Kansas State. They blew out West Virginia. They go on the road and beat Texas, and when Brock Purdy is playing at his best, this team can beat anybody, um, and you see when Brock Purdy's not turning the ball over, he didn't turn it over against Oregon. They smacked Oregon. And when he's not turning the ball over, this ceiling of this offense is raised so high. But the question is, is can Brock Purdy go a full Big 12 slate without having kind of these crucial turnovers that end up really hindering Iowa State and the momentum it can have in games? When the Cyclone offense is, is in rhythm and doing what it wants to do, what is, what is the, the number for Brees Hall? How many touches should he get? In, in an average football game? Yeah, I think the number of maybe touches can depend on maybe the, the game plan Iowa State wants to go with. I think it's more of, I look often at the average yards per carry with Brees Hall, and I think that if he's kind of up near that five yards per carry mark, I think that's really good for Iowa State because there were some really good PFF numbers out there last season that Brock Purdy was one of the most efficient quarterbacks playing off of play action. And when Iowa State's able to get kind of that blend mixed offense attack, 
it's when Brees Hall is running the ball really proficiently and getting first downs and moving the chains. And then Brock Purdy can pull it and play action pass to guys like Charlie Kohler, Xavier Hutchinson. You know, Joe Skates is someone that's kind of emerged here early in the season. So I think for Brees Hall, I always go back to maybe that average yards per carry compared to maybe that necessarily the, the number of carries he gets in a game because I think it can be so dependent on what teams are trying to do. And we've seen early in the season that a lot of teams are really stacking the box against Iowa State and really trying to slow Brees Hall. When you look at this defense being able to be as good as they've been so far this season, is this a game where you look for the defense to maybe take some more chances up front? Yeah, I think to use kind of the cliche, I feel like this game is going to come down to the unstoppable force versus the immovable object, and that's Baylor's rushing attack against Iowa State's rushing defense. Iowa State enters the game allowing 1.6 yards of carry and 50 yards of rushing for the total game. This rushing defense is really good, and that 3-3 stack, Iowa State's played it for long enough now where everybody in this program knows how to play it. They know the fits. They know how to do it. And I think for Iowa State, the key player for them on the defensive line has been any Rodriguez. He's one of the guys that used that extra COVID year, came back, and the coaching staff has absolutely raved about him in terms of the, what he's done with his game, where in years past, he played a lot on the outside as one of the defensive ends in Iowa State's three-man front. Well, this season, he's kind of splitting time, where he's playing as that nose guard and playing on the defensive end. So, Rodriguez is a 6'6", 320-plus pound guy. He's a big human being. And so, he's kind of the key for Iowa State, I feel like, on that defensive line group, because when he plays inside, you've got Will McDonald, who is who led the FBS in sacks last year. He's in his first year starting. He's been pretty good against the run. And then Zach Peterson is kind of an underrated name that maybe not a lot of Big 12 fans will know, but he's been really solid, and he's kind of a, a four-year player now that's played a ton of snaps for Iowa State, really experienced. So I look at that defensive front for Iowa State, and against Baylor's offensive line, that's played really well to start the year. I think that's going to be the crucial matchup in this game. Dave Aranda talks about the physicality of this football game. I mean, it, are we looking at an old-school uh, football game, an old Big 8-looking type football game uh, Saturday? Oh, 100%. I looked at the over-under for the game, and it was like somewhere in the 40s, and I just immediately thought, like, wow, like I'd be – maybe even a little bit surprised if we break 40. Uh, I see this as like a 20 to 17, 17 to 14. I think it's going to be one of those games where it's a lot of running the ball from both teams because Iowa State does want to run the ball just like Baylor. There's going to be a lot of bleeding clock, and it's going to come down to who turns the ball over and who can get the most three and outs on, on defense. And Iowa State's been able to do that a lot to start the season, and I think it's going to come down to can Brock Purdy and Brees Hall hold on to the ball and not turn it over. Michael, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate you coming on today and, uh, and appreciate you talking some, uh, some Big 12 football with us. Yeah, of course. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. You bet. And what are you guys working on on, uh, on Cyclone Alert and Iowa State 247? Yeah, I'll we'll have some stuff coming out tomorrow. We're kind of talking about what we talked about here, just some of the rushing matchups that's going to happen with some quotes from kind of the players and coaches. And then Iowa State might be down one of its starting quarterbacks, and they're going to be relying on a sophomore. So I'll kind of write about that dynamic, too, coming out tomorrow morning. Michael, as always, thank you. Appreciate your time today. Yeah, definitely. Really appreciate you guys, too. Have a great day. That's Michael Swain from Cyclone Alert, the Iowa State247sports.com. You can